Welcome to DD214, Discover What's Next, a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. In this episode, our panelists talk about finding the right fit for your civilian career. We will first hear from George Dimitriades, owner-operator, Chick-fil-A in Crystal City. There's a saying, culture trumps strategy any day of the week, and that is absolutely 100% true. When I was applying, the Chick-fil-A franchise application process is like typically 18 to 24 months long. It's like 17 interviews, I think, is what I went through. And about halfway through, you never know what's going to happen after the interview. They tell you, we'll contact you in three weeks. You're either going to get an email that says, we appreciate it, but we're not moving forward. They're very polite about it. We're not moving forward. It's not like we're breaking up, but we're not moving forward. Or we want to know more about you. And so uh, about halfway through the process, I'm talking to my best friend. He's an Army pediatric care doctor down in San Antonio, brilliant guy. And uh, he's like, well, I happen to know a lot of, a lot of folks down at, at our corporate office. I grew up in Atlanta. Uh, Mr. Kathy, our founder, liked, liked Greeks. Dimitriades happened to be Greek. There are a couple of guys that are pretty senior at Chick-fil-A right now that I grew up with. And uh, we're talking and he's like, dude, you know all those people, you're gonna get this. And I said to him in my pejorative manner, talking to this guy who's like gone to Harvard for all this medical stuff, I'm like, Matt, you do not build a $12 billion business based on nepotism. And he said to me, or exactly, that's how you build a $12 billion business. And what he was saying is culture trumps strategy any day of the week. And the only way people know whether you'll truly fit is, if, is, is this networking, is the people who have served alongside you who might be in or around those companies who know how they operate. It's not the only way, but it's one of the best ways. So I would encourage you, exercise your networks. Exercise them, exercise them, exercise them. You are not the first person to be in the position you're in. There are friends and, and, and quote, family members who have been, been there before you. Use them, they wanna help you. Next, we'll hear from John Quintus, retired U.S. Air Force Major General and current Managing Director of Military Affairs for Amazon. It is really about fit into the company that you're looking at. And, and I say fit into the company just to emphasize it's more than fit into the role that you're potentially applying for. Because it's very likely, you know, that in the future you could be doing lateral moves or looking at other opportunities in the company. And I think overall the, the culture within the company is more important than the specific role that you might go in. I would say that's what drew me to Amazon. That's why I sought out Amazon. I get told by a lot of folks that come out of the service and are seeking mentorship that you know they value their leadership and they seek to go lead in the future and lead teams. And I will say, when you look at the company you're gonna go into, there's, there's a lot of things that can help you define whether or not that's a, an environment that you're gonna be able to lead in. Things like whether or not it's a very centralized control organization or it's very decentralized, whether they give you budget authority or manpower authority and all the things you get used to in the military you can't take for granted. And, and I just recommend you really look at how the company operates and whether or not it's a good cultural fit. Next, Sean Hawkins, owner of Hammerdown Enterprises. We'll continue our discussion. Perfect world for me is in a truck. 550 horsepower or more, 15 speeds or more, <laughs> going cross country. But I chose not to go over the road. Um, one, that would have been the easiest. I already had, had the truck, I already been doing it regionally, but I already been deployed three or four times, you know, in Accenture overseas three months after you, your daughter was born and my family wasn't having it. So I went to construction. I still had trucks, I still had heavy equipment. So re remember, for married folks, you're not in it by yourself. So you do need to take that into consideration. But know yourself, 
know your environment, and then whatever that goal is, uh, go after it. And like I say, I'm uh, inherently a shy person, but you gotta be able to talk to people and communicate. Communication is probably one of the biggest things uh, out there. You are listening to DD214, Discover What's Next, a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. We'll be right back after this message. Pivoting to a civilian career? Download MOAA's Marketing Yourself for a Second Career at moaa.org forward slash marketing yourself. And now let's get back to our discussion with Nanette Dorenzi, retired Vice Admiral, Navy, and current Chief Operating Officer at the Jefferson Consulting Group. When you get to the point where you're hiring people to work with you, there's a natural tendency to hire the toward the expertise. Let me get the person who's best at whatever it is that I need. And what I would say to you is, yes, you do need that. But think about the organization you want to build and the organization you want to lead and the culture of it. So we are very, we're customer focused, we're innovative, we're, it's a team sport. So we always say, I am looking for people who want the whole team to succeed. You know, we're not in competition with each other even though I have different program managers leading different contracts. We're not interested in elbows out people. That's not who we want to be with. It's not who our company is. It was, she runs it like a family and we want people to want to be there. So I'm in charge of hiring and firing. And I always say, I'm hiring to the intangibles. As long as you can learn what it is that you need to do, we can teach you, but I can't give you a new personality. So think about the culture you want to build and find people who fit with that. Next, we'll hear from Brian McCullough, Director of Air and Missile Defense, Lockheed Martin Government Affairs. I could have ended up in California at a large internet firm, and I was like, geez, do I even know anybody in this company? No. So then I'm like, I made some calls, cold calls based on uh, LinkedIn. So, But I also made calls on LinkedIn about my current organization, I use the tools that you know are at anyone's disposal to go ahead and, and actually solicit that kind of feedback. What is it like there? And then you start to kind of understand the enterprise enterprises as they exist. You know, some companies are perhaps a little bit more tight on certain things, or, or you know, you just get impressions repeatedly, and it kind of sticks in your mind. So, I, I try to broad uh, uh, job search, if you will like different industries, different sectors and all of that. But it, it all got back to my networking, asking people in the industry, and then, you know, occasionally like a cold call to somebody. I think it just helps you to learn what the fit is, is like inside that company before you can even enter. Next, Marshall Williams, Principal Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Army and Acting Assistant Secretary of the Army. Manpower and Reserve Affairs will continue our discussion. So I can tell you that my first three offers I turned down. And so no disrespect to anybody who may be in the, uh, my first offer was for a job, I won't mention the company, but selling insurance. I can't sell anything but me, okay? I, I know this right here, I know my own truth. I would just be horrible and I know it's hard. It was hard because, you know, the money was decent. It was certainly far more than I, I was making in everything. And the other two seemed like a far stretch for me. 
So my first job, the one that I accepted, came about because I got a phone call. I sent out the typical, typical guy, get ready to leave. I left when the, my second secretary of defense departed. I sent out three resumes, General Dynamics, Boeing, and another defense company. I can't remember which one it was. Three days later, I get a phone call from a guy named Nick Shabria. Nick Shabria at the time was the chairman and CEO of General Dynamics, who had seen me while he was traveling overseas one year and wanted me to come in. I came in, we had a 15-minute interview. He bought his uh, VPs down and said, you guys tell him what you do. Marshall, you choose a job. And if you don't like what they've told you, you create a job. So I created a job. And at the time, uh, I got out in June 2001, last day of June 2001. I created a job that eventually turned into what is now known as Homeland Defense. 9-11 happens, my wife, my, my wife is at the Pentagon, my son is at the Child Care Center at the Pentagon. The nation needs a group that's put together, and I had probably 35 individuals, no more than that, analysts, other folks that put together looking for business in this thing. I had worked with the National Guard, and so suddenly these guys come in, firewall us off, and take those individuals first to the White House and then to this thing called Homeland Defense. Now, I look like I actually know something, right? Sometimes it's better to be lucky than smart, but, but be smart too, right? Pretty much every job I've ever received, in fact, every job I've ever received is because of something I've done in the past. Absolutely something. The job that I have now, I get a phone call one day while I'm driving down the road. I answer the phone. The person on the other side said, is this Will? My nickname, Will. I said, it is. He says, you don't know me. My name is Mark Esper, and I've just been confirmed as the Secretary of the Army, and I'm told that I need you to help me transform my army. Can we talk? The work that you've put in has been seen by many, and it will help you further than anything else. I'll leave you with that. Thank you for listening to DD214, Discover What's Next, a podcast produced by the Military Officers Association of America. We are the largest and most influential association of military officers with more than 350,000 members from every branch of service. Visit our website at moaa.org for more information. Subscribe to this podcast and listen to all other episodes by visiting moaa.org forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. These conversations were recorded at the 2019 Military and Veteran Networking Forum.